Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. How are you doing? It is Yes Thursday and the Three Amigos. How are you doing, Matt? I'm doing awesome. Super excited to be here and taking care of the next one in line. There you go. And Dion, how are you? Howdy. Doing great. Ready for round three. Very cool, guys. So there's a couple of things that have been popping up in my comments that are a little different than the last couple of years. So I thought we should talk about them. One is the idea that the U.S. could lose the reserve currency of the world, which I think, um, I mean, it's one of those interesting mental exercises. We can talk about that. Uh, But there are a lot of people acting like it's going to happen tomorrow, which is almost comical. And then something that I admit to having to look up, the milkshake theory. Sometimes you create these marketing sticks. It's just like, I got to go figure out what that is. So we're going to talk about the milkshake theory as well. Dion, dealer's choice. What do you want to talk about first? It's probably the reserve currency. Okay. Because it's pretty nuanced. A lot of people think that people trust the United States dollar, so other countries are using it. And that's really not been my experience. I mean, and, th- and so this is a, the perspective of a Marine what? who went to Desert Storm. Fought for some, our country. Yeah. And some people said, why are we in Desert Storm? Why are we fighting, you know, Iraq invades Kuwait. How does that impact people in Nebraska or California, right? Yeah. So in 1971, one or two, we got taken off the gold standard. Mm-hmm. We, we are no longer there's no longer gold backing our dollar Correct. to make sure that our dollar had value we provide military support for countries like saudi arabia and, and in, in return for that military support if somebody from china or thailand wants to buy oil from saudi arabia they have to first purchase american dollars and then use those dollars to buy the oil so it's called the petrodollar correct and so that's how you get military from the united states to go to a country that we're not in to mm-hmm a battle that had nothing really to do with us physically as a country mm-hmm. but it maintained the strength of our dollar mm-hmm. so the the idea that the milkshake theory is one of the concerns is as we print and print and print more money that the dollar is going to <clears throat> not be a reserve currency for the rest of the world because it doesn't have enough value mm-hmm. our dollar doesn't have value because of how many there are it's not a supply and demand thing there are digital dollars that you don't even have to print you can just change a number in an account our dollars have value because there are countries that are still requiring you to purchase American dollars in order to buy oil. Mm-hmm. So I don't see us printing money causing worldwide problems that are that are brought up in the milkshake theory. Mm-hmm. I do see foreign investors wanting to invest here because we are more stable mm-hmm. when we have things like, um, I wanted to say Omicron, but that wasn't it. Uh, the people who failed in China, the bazillion dollars. Evergrande. Company, Evergrande. Evergrande. Why did Omicron get stuck in my head? <laughs> um, things like that failing. We're, we have people in China that are afraid. And so much so that they wanted to invest in other countries that Trudeau and Canada said no foreign investors for two years. Yeah. We don't have that happening in That's the US. That's crazy. People, yep. Right. So you, our competition in the United States, a lot of it is foreign investors, mm-hmm. which is causing prices to go up. So I go right back to my original thought that I always have when people say they want to wait to buy is mm. the longer you wait, the more you're going to pay. Yeah. Uh, so Matt, what do, what do you think? Reserve currency, milkshake theory, do you 
give any of this stuff credence what 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 are you at no no i just it's too it's if that happens the number of people that fail it tilts the scale like it's just yeah so you know when all that stuff anything like that that's so massive unwinds i'm not saying that it won't ever happen of course it can happen of course yeah but usually it's 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 not this massive event the thing that's that concerns me the most is how much more isolated china is making themselves that does not bode well the only reason a superpower and that's what they are now whether you like it or not no question the only reason a superpower financially and militarily isolates themselves is because they want to depend on no one and they're about to go pick a flight yeah that's what i think largely speaking that's what i think is going to happen yeah so sort of my thoughts so one of the things uh you know going back and being back i mean this was part of my four-year degree right in economics we studied the dollar and and the importance of the reserve currency and we talked about nixon getting off the gold standard and i think it was called the Bretton wood agreement where the petrodollar was established so i've i've spent years studying this stuff watching it so these are my thoughts the first question i always come up with is kind of a smart aleck response reserve currency of the world we're going to lose it the dollars this is trash blah 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 blah. the first thing i always ask is okay what's going to replace it and i just sit back and watch them spiral out of the control because until the reserve, the U.S. cannot re- lose the reserve currency of the world until something replaces it, because you won't have not a reserve currency of the world. And what makes the dollar unique? Well, first off, size. There's a whole lot of it, right? Um, second is it is backed by the rule of law. I mean, Allah, see what's going on in China today, right? China, China was a threat. It was without question, at least for a time, the could have been seen as the next in line, the Wan or the Remembi or whatever they call it, could have been. However, in the last nine or 12 months, they have taken out a gun, shot themselves in the foot, reloaded the gun and shot themselves again. They've done things that make the rule of law disappear. They've created edicts. They've, they've kidnapped billionaires and hid them for while just to re-indoctrinate them. They've made tennis stars do this and this craziness. Mm-hmm. That is not a way to build faith in a worldwide economy. It is a way to have command and control. It mm-hmm. is a way to make citizens do what you want. Mm-hmm. But it is not a way for the rest of the world to say, we're going to bet on you. Not happening. So, doop, gone. Next up, largest economy is Japan. If I got my numbers right, too small. The yen has gone anywhere in 30 years. It's actually an economy that is aging the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Um, deflation, not inflation. Then you could go to cryptocurrency. Well, okay, which one? Because they're not all equal. Bitcoin, this, that. Eh, it's not really. It's, it's more like gold than a currency. Not happening. Ether. Well, it's more like the web, not currency. Could crypto or, or a digital dollar or whatever? Maybe. The only thing that I could see as even in the next decade impacting a reserve currency of the world, there's only one thing that I can squint and see. And that is what I'll call a basket of goods. And a basket of goods is essentially we throw in 12 of the biggest currencies, probably one or two cryptos as well. But here's the rub with that. Then you have to get exchange rates right. Right. Because we're going to put in two Australian dollars and one Mexican peso and whatever it is. But in theory, you could have another Bretton Wood, which basically 
I don't remember how many countries, 12 or 20 or whatever it was, got together, closed doors. And out of that came the Bretton Woods Agreement. You could, in theory, have Bretton Woods 2.0. I think the outcome would be a basket of currencies at some pegged ratio. But that's years in the making. And then the final thing Dion brought up. Fear is the greatest indicator of what is the reserve currency. China does silly things. Rush to the dollar. Turkey. I don't know if you guys see what's going on. In Turkey inflation's at fifty percent. Yeah. Uh, what are they rushing to? Dollars. Um, Europe goes on lockdown. Dollars. So uh, you don't have to look very far. And oh, by the way, we have rising rates, which strengthens the dollar. And it's the the reserve currency conversation spins people up. People want to act like it's going to change tomorrow. You'll see it coming a long way out. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's not something I'm concerned about because I don't see anything out there other than this kind of basket of goods idea, which would be horrible to put together, which, oh, by the way, dollars would be in the basket. But yeah, and um, then the milkshake thing, because again, I didn't know what that was, so I looked it up and I'll just read a definition that I got because it's pretty short. It says, uh, Brent Johnson explains dollar milkshake theory. The theory he expects rapidly appreciating U.S. dollar, that's kind of interesting because raising rates means the U.S. dollar goes up. That's happening right now, I think. Uh, appreciating U.S. dollars over the next few years relative to other world currencies because the U.S. is relatively safer and stronger economy. So what I think he is saying is we are going to suck in other things like, you know, the Oreo cookies and the M&Ms and the brownie pieces into our milkshake, which basically the U.S. gets stronger and the rest of the world weaker is I think what he's saying. Yes, Again, I didn't know what it was, so I looked it up. Um, I think that's, I think that's a very short-term phenomenon, but I think that's happening right now. I think the rest of the world's still struggling, uh, and the dollar's about to get stronger because I think Powell is about to be Paul Volcker and show a backbone. So interesting stuff going on, guys. What do you think? Yeah, what he talked about really is that continue to perpetuate and cycle. Yeah, and it getting worse and worse and worse with the dollar. Yeah, and getting worse and worse and worse with foreign currencies. And then it kind of, then the US dollar kind of collapsing in on itself. Mm, interesting. Um, yeah, I, I may so have to watch that. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, interesting video. theory, but nothing that happens fast, number yeah. one. Number two is that means it still is the case where if you had anywhere in the world to pick the, the country that makes the rules that are most pro-business, the country that's the easiest to live in, the, you know, all of these things, we've created an atmosphere where the best in the world largely speaking want to come here mm, yeah that's yeah. it's kind of how it works yeah dion any thoughts so before anybody puts in the comments that crypto is going to replace the dollar <laughs> you said it in one of your videos recently within the last 24 hours mm -hmm. um, the age brackets of people who own crypto mm -hmm. younger people tend to own it and over yeah. 50 to three percent own crypto correct because a lot of younger people haven't seen a dot-com crash or real estate right. crash it's coming and <clears throat> it's, it's kind of like, and I'll relate this to transportation. When somebody's thinking about getting their CDL, sometimes people say, well, automated trucks are on the horizon 50 years from now. Yeah. There's a lot of work to do between now and 50 years from now because people can trust a driver. If a driver gets in an accident, they blame that driver, not the human species. Mm -hmm. As soon as an automated truck wipes out a family, people are going to go, that sets it back 15 years. We can trust asset classes. The first time crypto bites somebody, we can't trust that currency. So it, it, 
in my mind, it's almost an impossibility. It can be a part of that basket yeah. of goods that you talked about. Probably will be. It won't be the thing where all of a sudden, everybody in office just votes in, hey, let's make crypto the currency that everyone can use. There are some countries that are, you know, what was it? El Salvador. Uh, El Salvador that, that did that. There are countries that are going to ban it. Yes. So. Well, and, so El Salvador took it. And, and, and then says, China, yes. I think. And then China, China. says, you can't no. have it. Yeah. Right. And, and a lot of people in the world don't understand the power that the Chinese government has. Right. Most of us our age remember growing up with the Chinese populace having a rule where you were allowed to have one child. They were stopping overpopulation. And then a few years ago, they repealed it, right? Sounds great. Chinese law is a little more current. It is now a two-child law. It's not like it's just gone and you can do what you want. That country can control its people to a point where... Crypto isn't something that people are going to in that country just do and hope that the country doesn't come down on them. Mm -hmm. um, so my faith is still in the dollar. Yeah, I mean, that's nowhere else to go. So uh, we'll go back to you, Dion. Where can people find you? Right here on YouTube, Dion Talk Financial Freedom. Live streams are Tuesday afternoons, 4 p.m. I stay until the questions stop coming in. Amazing. And Matt? Uh, 8 p.m. Eastern time tonight, Mr. and Mrs. Lumberjack, landlord, we answer couples questions. Bring them all. We'll answer pretty much anything. And then 11.30 a.m. Eastern time Sunday, we go for about three hours. Um, but uh, yeah, they're both a lot of fun. So you guys are amazing. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Mike.